Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. And now your host, Kyle Ruff. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. Podcast. Metal Cousin Curtis. Yes. Cousin Curtis from hell. <laughs> In college, he wore a very scary clown costume to a party with some really you realistic right. it clown makeup. I would have guessed that that was evil. Was clown. he, well, was he playing a Curtis. flaming banjo? No, but he definitely could. What he, was that fucking game back in the day on PS1 where like Twisted Metal? Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking Kyle, pole, without missing a beat. Wearing the monster yeah. shirt. Oh, that was Twisted Metal. Oh yes, of <laughs> yes. course. I shotgun thirty-seven Mountain Dews and played all night. Yeah, they, we lined up thirty-seven walls of drywall. And I, I drove through all obliterated. of them. <laughs> obliterated. 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 Hmm. It's even worse. It's you don't even want to know. Yeah. What? How? When I obliterate carnage. <laughs> <laughs> when you Michael Blueble some obliteration. Exactly. Michael Blueble. Michael Blueberation. Welcome to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast, everybody. I am your humble host yet again, Kyle Ruff, and I'm joined by this man holding a, um, I don't know, it's fu- robot weed contraption. Kyle is not up to date with um, cannabis it's these days. Uh, he probably thinks it's a lava lamp. What it is is a vape. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, it looks more like a lava lamp than something It's you a lightsaber bong. Yeah, it's a lightsaber bong. It's electronic. It's amazing. More of a light dagger, really. Shut up. Kyle, you kids and your electronic smoking devices. We used to smoke joints of yeah. seeds back in the I day. I used to smoke out of apples, <laughs> you fucking homos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go smoke homo things. And that is the voice of Jared Morrill. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> smoking drugs, robot weed drugs. Not drugs, they're legal. And joined... <laughs> By this drug addict is <laughs> Mr. Reed Belmonte. Hello, everybody. Hello. So, gentlemen, how are we feeling tonight? How are we doing? I'm feeling good. It's my fucking Friday. I got a glass of scotch in my hands. Hell yes. I'm in Kyle's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's right where you want to be when right you're drinking I, on a right Friday. Right where I want to be on a Friday. Yeah. I am high as the dickens. Cool. That is true. Being yeah. high is cool. Although I made some bomb-ass soup <laughs> earlier. Tight. Apparently it tastes like cheese, and there ain't no cheese in there, so I'm pretty that proud of that. I can confirm. I it, like. I tried very it. Proud. He was like, tell me what you think of the soup. He made like a potato soup, and I was like, man, you put a lot of cheese in it. He's like, there's no cheese in it. Whoa. And I was like, fuck off, and I went back, and I tasted it again, and I came back, and I was like, no, I'm standing by it. Tastes like cheese. Yeah, there's Phantom cheese. No cheese. So there's something rotten and dairy in your in your soup, you just have no idea. Cheese is curdling. I mean, there's a lot of dairy. <laughs> it's more of a chowder. <laughs> Go figure. Potato yeah, I mean, chowder. you know, coming from me, bro. What uh, what what does Jared know how to make? He knows how to make fucking chowder. Dude, it's in my blood. <laughs> I didn't have a choice, right? Literally, corn, his blood is chowder. Corn, clams. You want to know uh, my? You want to know corn. my grandfather did? You want to know what my grandfather <laughs> did when I was born? He was like, "Holy shit, hooray!" Popped open a clam with a knife and sucked that thing down right in front of me. That's what happened. Wow. It's amazing you have a memory of that because you were just born. I made it up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was a joke. It's not real. I think my dad was watching an IndyCar race when I was born. That's a true story. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's a Detroit auto worker. This is a second born child, so he's just like, Oh, Kitty's got this. Yeah. I don't want to miss the I don't want to miss the race. Kitty's like, come in, it's your meet your new son. He's like, Yeah, in a minute. In a minute. Andretti's in second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ten laps left, woman. Ten. Jeez. Oh my god, I get it. It's another boy. <laughs> it's another fucking annoying, expensive mouth to feed. Yeah, I still cool. gotta go to fucking work. I love my dad. <laughs> the Craig machine is Craig machine. Oh, my dad's coming up in the next couple of days too. What? Oh. He hit me up out of nowhere today. He texts me. He's like, he's like, call me as soon as you can. And I was like, oh, oh no. no. I was like, who's dead? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. And then I call him. He's like, hey, we're in Vegas. We're gonna come up. And I was like, what? What? Okay. Like to my place? <laughs> like, like to Steamboat Springs, Colorado? <laughs> Yeah, but he's like, yeah, he's like, is that he was all concerned. He's towing this gigantic, ridiculous trailer behind his truck, and Not he's like, yeah, right. 
but instead it's called the wolf pup, which I think is a hilarious the name. Because your dad is yes. kind of a wolf pup. Like he's a wolf, but he's short, so he's a wolf pup. Where it fit? Well, he's Papa Wolf Pup, which makes him not a pup at all. Yeah, but well, I'm the young pup. Yeah, but I guess size. He's a grown-ass pygmy wolf. What <laughs> 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 you meant to say? Oh, it's like me. I'm a grown-ass boy. Yes. Yeah. Smoking out of your lightsaber thing. For those exactly, of, for yes. those of you uh who have never met Kyle Ruff's dad, he basically like I've never seen a beard darker than Billy Mays's <laughs> until I met Kyle's dad. I was like, "Damn, like you don't dye that?" <laughs> I've never met your dad. My actually. so my dad looks exactly like me with a beard. Oh. That's it. I mean, I understand. And if like he wasn't an artist and he was an electrician, <laughs> if he wasn't such a queer like me, whoa, he was yeah. a man. <laughs> Imagine me if I was a man. Oh yeah, okay, I there got it you. Is. Right on. Yeah, yeah, you go to come and go for your coffee at four a.m. like a fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey yeah, man, my best pizza in Colorado. I'm just saying. Oh my god, you did not just say you. You're all about the dollar slices at come and go. Actually, no, I fucking hate it. Pat oh is gonna god. come up here and just beat you over the head with a bojo sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <no> shit. <laughs> He's gonna no. He's gonna rip the one off this the fucking building down yeah. the street, and, and he's then gonna come, come all me. the way here. He's gonna throw it through this window yeah. any second right now. He's gonna my be head's gonna through. slam. My I'm gonna deep throat this fucking mic. <laughs> <laughs> and then after you <laughs> get off, then he's gonna hit you with the. Anyways, because you just like yeah. No, I got simulating it. fellatio. Don't tell me about my cane. You know, mountain taps okay with like, you know, <laughs> berries and rabbits on it and shit, but nothing beats the dollar slices of come and go. Am I right? I mean, there's only what, like Miles always said there's like twenty three pizza places in this town. Yeah. Something like that. Right. There's yeah. Him and Kalen have a running count. I think it's, it's actually it's, 18. it's pretty ridiculous how many pizza places are in this town. Yeah. Yeah, and most of them suck. And like Domino's might be the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Mountain Tap, but it's like, you know, like fancy pizzas. Yeah, I went there for my birthday, yeah. It might be Domino's. How you doing is pretty good. I like Blue Sage. I don't know if I've had Blue Sage. Blue Sage is pretty pretty fire. pretty good? Yeah. Blue Sage got some good pizza. Mm Mm-hmm. Should we say which one we hate? Or do we care? All right, let's say let's say the 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 worst on the count of three, all of us at once say the worst pizza place in Sebo. One, One, two, two, three. three. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we just lost advertising. Yeah. yeah, right. The guy was walking up to the door with a check, like, "Hey, that's me from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm suing you. We've been following you. We're kids. great. <laughs> How dare you talk about our pizza? Yeah, I mean, I think Brooklyn's I, okay. I personally think the best pizza place in town is Powder Day Donuts. It's pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> fire. Yeah, dude, those dessert pizzas in donut form. Uh. <clears throat> Sounds like a donut. They're like Jewish bagels with frosting. Pizza frosting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, marinara. <laughs> Baby de He put some pizza frosting on my breadstick. <laughs> Hi, would you like the mozzarella cheese sticks with the side of marinara? Uh, no, I'll, marinara. I'll, I'll take the tomato frosting yeah. if that's what can you mean. You, can you give me my pizza frosting? Yeah. <laughs> You fucking idiot. You fucking amateur. God, what is it? What kind of place is this? <laughs> but yeah, we don't need another pizza place. We definitely don't. No. no. But you know what we do need? We need more comedy. We do need more comedy, always. Speaking of which. That was a fucking shit segue. Great segue, that's Kyle. What, that's, that's what I do is I hammer in segues. Yeah, we know. Cram them in there. <laughs> Thank God you're here. Otherwise, we just talk about pizza. All yeah, I, I know. <laughs> so I do. I steer the ship. I was really going off, in segue off the rails, to time. you know. It was. Just calm down, Jared. I'm sorry. <laughs> Turn down your electronic marijuana high and listen to me when I say we have a show coming up this weekend again at Steamboat Whiskey Company. Mm. And we're super stoked. For those who were fortunate enough to attend our last show, it was a tremendous success with our friend, <laughs> Mr. Sean Patton, Mr. Shane Torres, the lovely Caitlin Cook. The also lovely M.K. Paulson. Yeah. And the very handsome Corey David. Great show. Fantastic show. But we're doing it again this weekend. And there's still plenty of tickets available. So go check it out. We're going to be with our buddy Brent Gill. uh, Good friend of the show, Mr. Pat Truer. As well as the hilarious Movita. 
around Colorado. All very big Colorado comedians. Really super stoked to have them on board. Yeah, it'll be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Here. We're doing the same thing. We're doing four shows um, in two days. So plenty of space. Get in there. Grab your table. It's a little cheaper than the last one, too. We'll get you in. Um, and I'm stoked. Yeah, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so awesome. I did um, I did the Vail Comedy Show with friend of the show, Mark Masters. Shout out to Mark Masters. Woo-woo. And uh, both Pat and Brent were on it, and uh, Brent was fucking hilarious, of course. Yeah. Pat's always hilarious, but Brent was awesome. Just kind of like riffing just in his apartment. It was so funny. Like, like two jokes in, he told some kind of like just off-the-cuff joke, and he's just like, is my volume broken, or am I on, are you guys on mute, or like, why is there no laughs? Coming through was hilarious. <laughs> just nailing it. No, he was hilarious. He was so funny. Uh, so I'm super stoked to come up. We're going to ski with those guys, too. Come catch us on the mountain. Um, yeah. But on that note, too, we're going to chat a bit about some of our best times and worst times. Much like the tale of two cities. <laughs> of Where, comedy. I was going to say, what what cities are we referring to? Yeah, get, Jared's never going to get that Jared, fucking reference, Jared dude. What the read. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you think I've a read Tale a book? of Two Cities, on, really? <laughs> what that wasn't a band in the late 90s. <laughs> okay. Wait, that's it's not wait, a Blink 182 song. That's so. not a cat movie by Disney. <laughs> oh, it's Tale of Two Aristocats. Kitties. It's, no, it's a Tale of Two Kitties. I'm oh. sorry. My bad. It's, it's okay, Jared. <laughs> Jared's like, I've seen a tale of two titties. What's up? Yeah, oh, dude. It's like the oh, best Disney porn parody I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> and you've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of them, dude. <laughs> Speaking of porn, I'm going to throw this out there right now. Oh, boy. Um, is it your dick? One of the uh, one of the great benefits of my job working at Golden Leaf is that- Shout out to um, Golden Leaf. I, shout out to the great Golden Leaf. Um, Sponsor of the show. I get to uh, I get to uh, pass jokes along at the trim table and just have open discussion and come up with joke ideas. It's actually really beneficial- one of those moments came today. You know, I think it's so funny. <laughs> why? Why do you know? You, there's this What's guy the at deal work. With stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, there's got to be more to sex than just penetration because lesbians love having sex. Do they though? And there's got to. <laughs> there's do they no like anything really. Do, do they just love licking well, each other's? Well, vaginas. that's the thing that I think is so funny. It's like you know, there's obviously got to be some pleasure that's involved with non-insertion and you know just all, all that lesbian stuff. I don't know, but like you see that kind of shit on Pornhub though. You see the kind of shit on Pornhub where it's these two lesbians and they want to get it on, but one of them has a strap on. Right. So it's just like you couldn't hate men more. Like, you like having sex, you like insertion, but you just don't want a guy doing it. And to me, that's the equivalent of a guy saying, like, I'm not gay. We have When we when I have sex with that dude, he's wearing a pocket pussy and a bra. It's different. <laughs> you know? I, and I'm just going, like, you know, wow, you hate guys that much that you still want to get fucked by a guy, but you want it to be a chick. Right. Well, my my guess is it's probably got something to do with the fact that men are... Hairy and sweaty and yeah. smelly and shit, which is the same reason I don't want to bang dude. Can I can I just say something, dude? Can I just say something? I love hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an inside joke. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I I hope fucking Joe Bro listens to this. I'll I'll send it to him. Yeah. Can I just say something, you guys? Can I just say something? You know what movie everyone loves but I hate? Jumanji. <laughs> It's a real quote. This is a real person we friend, worked with before Mr. who Joe has White. Like a brain the size of a fucking acorn. And <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say something, you guys? Can guys, I, say I just like, I just love I hot just chicks. love hot chicks. And we're just like, uh, you know what I think the greatest invention of our generation is? Snapchat. <laughs> the guy flies fucking helicopters he flies for a living. He flies helicopters now. Yeah, that's And he told us that in a, in a hostel in Amsterdam. Can I just say something? <laughs> Oh God! I love him. He has I one love of those Joe classic Bell. looks on his Joe face, Bell. like he just went, "What?" And his <gasps> bottom lip is like on the floor. <laughs> he, he like always looks surprised, kind of. Huh? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Can I just say something, you guys? <laughs> Shout out to uh, you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you, Joe White. Um, Anyways, so talking about so anyway, yeah that that was just uh, that's just I just figured I'd uh, throw that out there. That's, that was my thought of the day. My thought of the day, I'll be keep it brief. I was just driving back from the Walmart a second ago, 
and a fucking guy in a big Dodge Ram truck was Hell pulled yes. over by the cops. And on his tailgate, it said Power Wagon. <laughs> and I was like, I get like feeling macho from the word power, but wagon? Like a red wagon? Yeah, like a little red, this is my little red power like, wagon. Like the Oregon fucking trail? Yeah. <laughs> like in what universe is like, is there machismo attached to the word wagon? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Did you say a big white ram? Yeah. Do you know that person? Doesn't your truck say power wagon? Does, does yours say no. power wagon? So, no, so now I'm going to clarify for you boys. The power wagon is an old Dodge Ram way from way back in the day that was yeah. like half monster truck, half tractor. It's huge. So like the new versions of Rams, some of them are outfitted to be known as the power wagon. And no, I am not manly enough to have a power wagon. I just uh, got the 1500 dude. Hemi. I just, the word wagon though. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear wagon, I think of someone describing a chick's ass. Right. This is, that's, that's <laughs> like I'm not, dude. That's like I don't know if that's just like look old. at that wagon you're dude, dragging. Look, yeah, the wagon on that one, dude. That, that's like if somebody pulled up in their new crotch rocket, was just like, yeah, this is my silver ice skate. <laughs> You'd be like, whoa, right? I'm so hard. <laughs> you're like, whoa. I mean, wait, what? Power ice wagon. Skate? Yeah. <laughs> My power wagon. <laughs> it's like some bikers. Oh, like, I got check dysentery. Out my, this fucking steel hog I've got over here. And you're like, yeah, check out my power wagon. <laughs> steel, steel horse. Steel horse. I like hog. Guys, guys. I, I was thinking of wild hogs. What's, what what's gayer than a moped? I believe that's a power wagon. <laughs> <laughs> power wagon almost sounds like a power bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm the power wagon in this relationship. That really truck gets <laughs> fucked by other trucks. Yes. <laughs> Sticking it right in the wagon. Uh, put it in my caboose, in my power wagon. All right, Jared, what's your random thought of the day? What were you thinking about? My random thought of the day? Fuck, did I have a random one? It's like, why do I get so high? Yeah, well, I get high at work all day, and then I come home and get high. Sometimes I forget a lot of shit. Shout out to Billow. <laughs> <laughs> other sponsor of the show. Bro. Uh, fuck. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really think much at work. I pretty much just got really high. Here, let me look at my last thought of the day in my notes. This though. is already taking too long. So yeah, God well, you Jared. you were the ones that asked. Let's Not just, my problem. Let's get right into the. So meat. now, yeah. So we just know now that Jared's head is just an empty void of. Oh, I got one. I mean, okay. this is a, this is real. This is March seventh. It took me until I was twenty five to realize that toilets didn't flush backwards in Australia. You told me that, and I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, what? Wait, what? And they go the other direction in Australia? Well, well that was don't. what we were always told as a kid. Yeah. That's a lie. Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, I heard what? it. What? Oh, yeah. Kid. No. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, every, everyone in Australia, when they flush the toilet, it goes in it goes reverse because the they're on the bottom of the earth. Because like, they're dumb cunts. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> fucking soft cunt. No, no, the thing was, like, I thought about that when I was a kid, and in kid logic, I was like, yeah, nice ass. Tutors. Nice wagon is what nice I'm wagon saying. tutors, dude. There's some, some power in that wagon. wagon. God, you oh god damn it! If you didn't just give me nice scotch, I'd be really. We're in a small <laughs> room, you dick. Anyway, sleep in this podcast studio <laughs> that you farted, you fucking bastard. Oh gross. Anyways, basically about three or was it two weeks ago? I finally thought about that again since I was like ten, and I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that's not a real thing. I didn't even question. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty interesting. That's the most thought I've like you told me that and I was like I haven't thought about this since I was nine. Exactly. And I just assumed it was true. Yeah. I because I like it was true back then and I never thought about it again. So the truth just stuck. It got the truth stamp and I never took it off. I never never got never checked that file again, you know? <laughs> that one stayed way back in the cabinet. Hmm. Yeah. Ever happened to you, happened to me. Yeah, somebody told me once that the Phil in the Philippines they use the peso and I was like, You're fucking retarded. That's not true. It's very true. Really? Yep. In the Philippines, they use pesos? Yep. They're the only Asian culture that uses the peso. Wow, that's pretty goddamn random. Yeah. They're like Thai Mexicans. Huh. That's my favorite cuisine. Thai Mexican? <laughs> yeah. That you better get down to McKnight's. You were <laughs> Dude, I heard that's that. Taiwan corned beef wontons, you Dude, fucking I guess nerd. I heard they got some corned beef pad Thai tacos down there. They're <laughs> fucking delicious. <laughs> Dude, seriously. Right. Best pizza in town. Best pizza's at McKnight's. You ever had, you ever had fermented oh fish on a pizza? Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. you, you go to McKnight's, you'd sit down, you'd be like, you know, you guys serve pizza? They'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. They get Would back there, like, make a fucking pizza. Yeah. Someone just throw Oh, yeah, it was Thai food and garlic bread. Look, we'll figure it out. They're like, how do we make dough? They're like, I don't know, throw shit at the wall. Yeah. 
Thai Mexican pizza nachos. Irish avocado bread, yeah. <laughs> Irish avocado night. bread. This is avocado bread with a shot of Jameson on top. Yeah. God, the only two times I've been to McKnight's was I went there for beers and ended up getting married the next day. And the last time I was there, Same I, I the went meet, there yeah. with Kyle and Derek and Andy. We got drunk and ranted how bad Rise of Skywalker yeah, was. Yeah, it was right after we saw Rise of Skywalker. So and then nothing we had to nothing but good memories in McKnight's. <laughs> I mean, we used to go there all the time when there was a pool table and shit up stairs oh yeah they made it a fucking yoga studio and i was like i'm never coming here again why would i yeah do you not remember that (laughs) i do do remember that now yeah yeah it's bullshit yeah i was like this place was cool now it sucks yeah it's all about health and like serenity and shit that makes no sense (laughs) (laughs) it does not give me beer bunch of hippy dippy (laughs) bullshit Sorry, I just got really high. Yeah, I, dude, you just got, just, you've been high. No, no, but that dab I took just hit me. You just, oh. I was like, did wow. you just take At the beginning one? of the episode. No, I just, like, just settled in real hard. Welcome Man. to the Steamboat Pomedy Podcast. Anyway, we were got, what I do remember is we were going to get to eventually uh, good times and bad times oh, we've yeah. had. We were oh, talking yes. about our best and worst times. And the high guy brings it back. And the, I can't believe that you brought this back. Yeah. Like, I'm so high. Oh, wait. I know what we're talking about. Yeah, we have a show this I, weekend. That's yeah. how hey. high I am. <laughs> Catch us at the whiskey company. So, yeah, we're going to tell some stories about our, our best and worst experiences doing comedy. Yeah. Um, which I'll just, I could just go ahead and start, I guess. Yeah. Do start it. her off. Go pooper. Because this is a fun, re- this is actually, this has happened since the last episode of the podcast. So I'll go ahead and uh, throw this one out. It was an interesting time. Uh, randomly, this was not last weekend, but the weekend before, yeah. I guess. God, it's been a while since we put out a podcast. Uh, I got a call. It was a Saturday night. It was my, which is like my Friday for those in the industry. Like I have Sunday, Monday off. So it's my Friday on Saturday. Sick. It's amazing how many people are like, I don't understand. Cause they have good jobs. Yeah. But, <laughs> Normal jobs. But, uh, I, after work, I'm like getting drunk. I'm hanging out with um, our buddy uh, Adrian. Shout out to Adrian. We're going to go over to Nasty Nate's place, who's been on the show before. And we're going to watch the UFC fights. And I was like, cool. I'm like half cocked. And we're like, I'm like just sober enough to drive home. And like we'd make a pit stop here. And they, I get a text from uh, Mo Vita, friend of the show Mo Vita, who will be here this weekend. Soon. And she's like, hey. I got a friend in Vail who needs a spot in a comedy show. Like he had two people not show up, and he's like really hurting for someone to come fill some time. And I was like, sure, when's the show? And she's like, tonight at 8. <laughs> and I look at my watch, which doesn't exist. That's my phone. And it's <laughs> 7.20. And it's an hour and 40-minute drive to Vail. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I mean, I, I'll be late. Is that cool? And she's like, yeah, that's probably cool. And then right as that happens, I get another text from a different number. It was uh, Mike O'Rourke. Shout out to Mike O'Rourke, who is running this mic out of Avon. And he got my number from the website. And it was just like, hey, or you can come fill some time. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to be real late, though. He was like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, I'll give you 50 bucks. And I was like. You give me 50 bucks to be late? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> It's the best job I ever had. I was just like, do you have a place I can crash? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, fuck it. And I was like, all right, Adrian, see you later. And I drove him home, got in my car, drove straight there. And I get out of the car. It's about, let's see, what time I get there? Probably about 9.30, just about on the dot. And I get out. As I'm walking in, Mike uh, is like, taking the last guy off the stage and like jumping into like host again. And he's, I mean, he's already an hour and a half into the show and you could tell he was just buying time. Mike's fucking hammered. (laughs) It's just kind of like shooting at the hip, like what's going on over here? And this and that. And I roll up. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't have a chance to introduce myself to anyone. I, I have my steamboat comedy shirt on and I'm like, I just go by the stage and there's a, there's a goofy looking guy there who had on a suit coat and a sideways ball cap 
and aviators that were missing one lens <laughs> and cocked on his face so that the empty lens was like over the middle of his nose. <laughs> and I was like, this guy must be a comic. I was like, hey, are you one of the comics? And he's like, no. <laughs> like, okay. Nope. I'm just here, bud. He was like, well, I'm, I'm roommates with um, the guy hosting the show, Mike. And I was like, cool. And I was like, what's your name? He goes, I'm Barbecue Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. And I was like, like no I was just kind of like, dude. all right, Barbecue Mike, right on. <laughs> and he's like, just hang out for a minute and he'll get you sooner or later. And I was like, okay. So I sit there and Mike does it like three more minutes. And eventually he's just like, all right, welcome to the stage. This guy drove a long ways to be here. And he looks at his phone and is like, Kyle Ruff. <laughs> yeah, like that's me. I was like, "Fucking yippee kaye!" Was it the shirt that tipped you off? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I probably just—I was the only guy to walk in who didn't look completely trashed, and <laughs> I walked right up to the stage. So I get up there and I just start like—I mean, I'm looking around. This bar is called Route Six, and there's like—I'm like asking questions, like, "Is this a biker bar?" Or just a pool hall. There's also there's a swordfish on the wall. Where's the ocean? What is going on here, guys? And I'm just like just riffing, and I just I do my material, and it's like it's packed, but it's this huge open room, and it's all spread like to my right in the corner is a bunch of pool tables, and I'm trying to just kind of be like right guys over there and like call people out and stuff like that, and I'm like no one's paying attention, and then every once in a while I'd be like like. How we doing, Avon? And then everyone would turn around and be like, yeah. And I was like, oh, so you are paying attention. Apparently, <laughs> right on. Um, and so I riff and I do that for about 15 or so minutes. Uh, get off stage and people come up and are like, great job, this and that. And I was like, right on. And, uh, and then we go, long story short, I, I bullshit with this one guy for a while. is super nice buying me drinks. And then Mike is like, hey, let's go hang out at my place. I'm like, cool. Thinking, I'm like, I'm going to go there and we'll chill and then I'll go to sleep. I get there. Every single person who is in the bar is in this apartment. <laughs> All of them. Like 40 people. Like shoulder to shoulder. And like Mike is all drunk and he keeps doing this like little bit to people where he's like, goes up and he's like, trust fall and just falls over on them. <laughs> so barbecue Mike comes up to me and he's like, so Kyle, here's what we're going to do. We're going to tabletop Mike. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I, well, I mean, I, for a second, I was like, are you sure? And he's like, no, it'll be funny. And I was like, okay. And so we're just in this apartment, and I just, like, barbecue Mike in his fucking <laughs> suit coat. He's, like, goes and he's, like, crawling on the floor to get behind fucking Mike O'Rourke. And I, I go up to him at some point, and he's like, hey, man, oh, my God. And I just go, poof, and just gave him a shove <laughs> in the chest. And he falls over barbecue Mike, hits his head on a fucking cabinet in the kitchen <laughs> in this crowded apartment. And immediately, as soon as he hits, I'm like, why did I just do that? He's <laughs> like, I don't know this guy. He just invited me to come to his house. Hi, how's it going? He just yeah, assaulted like, him in front of you. all his yeah. friends. Exactly. I'm like, hey, thanks so much for the opportunity to come like, down here. Poof. And just <laughs> blast it. Yeah, thank you. Hit your head. Yeah, right? Enjoy your concussion, nerd. Yeah. And I shove him Right? Over. And they're like, who the fuck is Barbecue Mike? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he just disappears. He never existed. Yeah. It's like a beautiful mind. There's just a suit coat hung up on the wall. You're like, yeah, right. Fuck. I, just, <laughs> I just made somebody trip for nothing. Yeah, right. Wow, you're so cool, Kyle. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. And as soon as he got up, I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I did this. You can't um, even be like it was an accident. Like you're like, no, I I did that. Yeah. I was like, I I I'm the one who shoved you over. I looked <laughs> you, you in the eyes, pretended to talk to you for two seconds, and, and then, then shoved you, you over. But, I mean, we were cool. Like, Barbecue Mike got up and was like, don't fucking blame Kyle. I made him do it. And I was like, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Barbecue yeah, Mike. Yeah, Barbecue Mike. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, then long story short of that, we just kind of partied all night and stuff. And I, I got to meet the guys who were at the beginning of that show. Yeah. It's just funny because, like, you, you do comedy kind of long enough. We're all kind of getting to a point where we're, like, more comfortable. And, like, these guys were really green. And they were just like, man, like, we're so lucky to have a pro like you come down here. And I was just like, yes, you're right. I am a professional. Yeah, you called that right <laughs> I was like, that's, that's 100% true. I'm yeah, not an you're amateur. Welcome. <laughs> and they're like, God, are you, like, you're so comfortable on stage. And I was just like, I don't know. I was fucking bombing the whole time. I was yeah, just making like, shit up. Yeah, who gives a shit at that like, point? I was, just like, I was just like, man, you just got to do it a lot. I don't know. That's the yeah. whole story. So trip. that was that was an interesting time, and I basically stayed up all night like an asshole, and then drove home in the morning and slept all day. But it was it was fun for the experience. It was awesome to meet Mike, Michael, Roy, 
friend, uh, he used to do comedy in New York, so he knows like Sean and some of our mutual friends and stuff. Hell yeah. So yeah, good dude. Really fucking grateful for the opportunity. Um, yeah, but that was a fucking wild night. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good time, honestly. Yeah, no. I want to meet Barbecue Mike now. Dude, Barbecue Mike is a riot. He sounds like my best friend. He's <laughs> He didn't give me any barbecue. But is he a saucy man? I take that back already. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, well, so, no. I don't know. Who, what do you guys, who's got the next story? What do you think? Uh, I think my, uh, it's not like I have any crazy stories or anything, but I think my favorite my favorite set I ever did, or like the most fun I had and the most comfortable I ever felt, was probably the when we did the This Is Not Happening show at uh, Steamboat Whiskey. Yeah. That was like, that was the first time I ever had complete control of a room where no one was talking. All you could hear was like maybe a glass in the back, mm-hmm. tank, you know what I mean? Like, Which was, was just, awesome because you were the only one who had that like, yeah. the whole night. It was a yeah, shit that's, show. That, I forgot, actually. Yeah, you're right. Every single person in there was talking like a motherfucker before and after me yeah i don't know how what i did to fucking draw everyone in but yeah yeah i told the story about like getting pulled over after we stole a bunch of shit from a from the military yeah, base the yeah. army base yeah it was just that story but i, I think it was so perfect because i was so i felt so good that night that a lot of shit was off the cuff mm-hmm. and the one line you had i remembered it was the first time you said it uh, and we had talked because I've heard you tell that story a couple different times, but uh, you're just, you just like a quick line. We were like, "Yeah, like, we got pulled over." And he looks in the back, and there's like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. <laughs> that holy shit! Yeah, I forgot I said That's that. That's what it was, Fuck. and that got a huge laugh. Because a few times I, I need told to you, like, write that down. You should. Holy shit! I forgot. A few about times that. after you told that story, I was like waiting for that line. It didn't come up, and I was like, "Oh, Jared, I got to tell." Him. It's yeah. That was well, fucking the. Uh, the field recorder wasn't working that night, mm-hmm. and we didn't get my fucking. I was pissed. Oh, yeah. No, the, the recording cut out like five minutes in. Yeah, I don't remember why. I don't know if it was a battery thing or what. But. I don't know, but yeah, that was the most, probably the or the best time I ever had on stage. Yeah, that or fuck. There was one open mic at the press, like in the fall, when we started doing open mics again, mm-hmm. and I just had like one a killer fucking like five minutes. Yeah, that was the night when there was uh, there was a group of college kids around the front. Oh yeah, so that and was like oh that was, was in like January. There, you were calling December. some guy Chad. That's yes, what it was. that's what it that was. That's is exactly the, what that is the hardest laughter I've ever seen you see. I mean, I've ever seen you receive. Yeah, you yeah. were that's a, killing that night. Yeah, because yeah. that kid had a fucking ping hat, like the yeah. golf hat, and I was like, yeah. oh, you golf, and I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, you yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that was great. Yeah, I remember that. that yeah, so yeah that Chad was and like, the college kids, and that, we just shit on them all night. Yeah, too. no, it was because I, I I went first per usual, and I just called him Chad. Actually, his friends called him Chad, and I was like, "You're Chad." Like, it doesn't matter if you are. You like yeah, what your yeah, name you're is. Like, no, you're that's Chad too late. Now. You're Chad now. Yeah. yeah, and then he just he was Chad, and then he was Chad. for the rest of the night. And yeah, I think every almost everyone that went up after that like call kept calling out to chad and yeah. shit and i was like yes like if shit wasn't going well you could just turn and be like shut up chad yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like yeah we like that joke from earlier yeah. well it's good it's one of those things that's why comedy in person is exponentially better than seeing it on tv or like a yeah. Zoom show as there's that like contagion and also the kind of like we're all in this together kind of thing yeah. where the callbacks and stuff work like when we saw uh like thick skin in denver like right off the bat, they started ripping on some guy in the front row, and it was just the whole Everyone. night. Yeah, the whole night it was everybody fucking with this guy. Yeah, uh, and we've had some nights like that. Yeah, and even just like the last mic, where uh, someone said Reed was from Texas, and then the rest of the oh. night was Reed from Texas. Yeah, and everybody went up and just, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, everybody else who went up after me, the the their starting joke was something about me being from Texas. So you're welcome, everybody. Uh, at first, welcome. I was like, this is fucking annoying. I'm like, fucking Texas. So I went on stage, and I was just like, by the way, let's get one thing straight. I drive around with a Bernie sticker. I drink IPAs, and I'm from Michigan, not Texas. But that just added gasoline yep. to the fire yeah. for yeah. all of you. <laughs> you try to defend yourself way too much. Nope. Yeah, everyone's so. like, now it's going to get worse. No, that was, that was, that was great. <laughs> we, I think we should make fun of the host every time. I mean, just... Just whatever you can do, like even crowd work and stuff, like whatever happens off the bat, keep it going if it works, you know. Uh, I love doing shit like that. Oh yeah, that that type of crowd work is just so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, 
That's that's all the best times I've had. Probably the last like ten mics I've had is fucking around with the crowd. Yeah, it's the best. I love it. Like last time, just off the cuff, I was listening to our last mic and I was talking about Tinder and shit. And I just kind of, I love that bit, even though it's getting kind of tired. But like, because it's it lends itself into just being like, "Are you on Tinder? Like, what's up with you?" And yeah. the crowd kind of thing, and then just being like, "Oh, like uh, you want to be on Tinder?" Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then there was the dude, and you're just like. What's up, dude? You on Grinder? Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I'm not talking about Grinder, and then I was just like, "Buddy on Grinder." <laughs> hey, what's up, dude? Well, you know what you do. But like, right as I was talking about how like uh, some girl who's a six on Tinder, and like all these girls started walking out, is like, and all I had to do was be like, "And bye, bye," <laughs> to, <laughs> to the girls, and it just like I don't know, it just it just took off. It just worked. Um, it just worked. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Hell um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. What's your what's the best performance you've had, Reed? What's your favorite? Oh God. I don't know if I have a favorite. Um my favorite shows have always been um when I myself was surprised how successful the material was. Um when I just kinda have an idea for a joke. Uh I may pass it along to you guys, um, and see if it's, you know, worth telling or anything. But it's always great when you do new material and you don't know what you're doing. You've never structured it before and you just get this eruption of laughter. And it's kind of this reminder of like, oh, thank God. I can just work on that joke for three weeks now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Thank like you. That, I've got a foundation to work with. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I when I surprise myself, because like we always say, there's no other way to know if you're funny until you just try it out. So it's just right. a big fucking gutsy thing. But uh, when. Sometimes I, I, I test things with you guys and I have a good feeling about the structure of the material and I know this is going to be a good joke and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. The ones that I spitball that end up being really, really funny, that's when I surprise myself the most. So uh, those were always great. Um, the first time I ever whipped out the... Uh, jo- I do a joke about Texas Week and um, make fun of it, how like if Steamboat went to Houston and had a Houston Week and did the oh, same yeah. kind of shit. You go see your family and everything in That Texas. was the fuck off. That was the first time... I ever did that joke, and it happened to be a lot of people in the crowd that work in the food and bev industry and a lot of locals, so it just, the roof was just off. It was so much fun hearing people just erupt like that. Um, So that was a big one for me, for sure. And then um, I came up with the uh, suicide bombing joke pretty spontaneously, like the morning before an open mic on a Tuesday, and it went so well that I did it next week and took the whole week to... uh, make it perfect and everything and that it just nailed at the desperation day show yeah. and uh so that was a big one for me for sure like i said um anytime that i didn't expect to get big laughs from a joke and it's just a reminder that i'm funny and that, ma- that makes me happy for sure buddy um the worst shows were at brew house <laughs> um i don't really i can't even call that a show Really, we're at eye level, and it's so fucking rowdy there, yeah. and I could barely, eat, I could barely hear myself over everyone, and the only people who are staring at me are like Andy, you, Jared, and Alfred, and everyone else is just like, and just like super wasted, and I tell you like, Kyle, is this the best place to be doing comedy? He's just like, well, no, it's all part of it, man. You got to work, you got to fight the crowd, you got to make them into your material, you know, it's all part of it, and then slowly but surely we realize we're like, we should not do fucking comedy at Brewhouse, like. This is yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it was never ideal because it's yeah. the, the door is right by where we perform, and yeah. on, on either side of you is the entrance and the bathroom. It, yeah, we might so exactly. all kinds of traffic. We might as well be in a fucking sub, like a subway sandwich shop or something. Like <laughs> it, was, it was that mundane. Like wow, well we tried, you know. Well, it was. So that was pretty ridiculous. I mean, like talk about my favorite moments in comedy. Uh, the very first show we ever did here was one of my favorites. Was it at Barley? It was at Brewhouse, yeah. dude. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah, that. The first, I was there for that. the first three open mics we ever that, yeah. did were here. Were you? No, he was not oh, here. Oh, you were in fucking Asia. Yep. Yeah, you were in That's Asia. Right. Um, Down with the Asian Mexicans. Yeah. Spending my pesos. And you came back and became the chef at McKnight's, and that's where the inspiration came from. Dude, God. how dare you insult me like that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just because you came up with a corned beef pad thai taco doesn't mean you can resent it. <laughs> That sounds Add like shrimp. a sex thing. I gave her the old <laughs> corned beef pad thai taco. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. What do you mean, ask? <laughs> Permission? That's gay. Uh, um, no, I meant what it means. Oh. <laughs> I, I, didn't even I thought think you were going to... No. I thought you were just going with the like, yeah, I, I gave her that. What do you mean, ask her if it's okay? Oh, uh, no. Wow, did not think about that. Oh, that's funny. That's Yikes. probably what everyone else thought. 
And now we know. Anyways. But that first show was, uh, I mean, it was awesome. It was just kind of like a spur of the moment thing, random thing. I had done it the one time. I was super nervous. I was I was already slated to go last. Hadn't really, I hadn't even really met anyone. I because the the first show was Andre, Dom, Kendra, uh, Miles. Was it Spencer? Spencer? No, nope, Spencer didn't show up to the third one. Ah, it was okay. just it was just them plus Brittany, I guess. Yeah. And, and then me and I, they'd all met up once beforehand, and I just kind of signed up and showed up. And I came out at the end. It was a lot of my friends in the audience and stuff, too. Like, a lot of, like, uh, our people showed up. Yeah. But I just, like, blew the fucking roof off the place at the end of it. Uh, and it was awesome. I remember the mustache joke hitting pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, I had... That was half of my first set was jokes about my mustache. Yeah. Which I can't really do anymore because the mustache isn't what it used to be. No, not at all. No. I used to be much larger, more grandiose, if you more will. More curly. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot of... A lot of taking care of. It's very annoying. It was too much work. That's why I got rid of it. I was like, I just want a regular fucking Burt Reynolds and not a fucking Doc Holliday. By the way, why the fuck did you guys let me curl my mustache when I was 23? Because I was doing it. And I was like, be cool like me. And I was (laughs) just like, you knock yourself out. I'll break up the jokes. Like, I looked so (laughs) stupid. Yeah, I know. You look like. Fuck you. You look like a Civil War drummer or something. Yeah, no shit. God damn it! Your your hair hey, is don't too steal close. My goddamn your joke. hair is too close to your skin <laughs> pigments, and when you try to do a fancy mustache like that, it just looks like a fucking prop. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the only headed in blonde, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the most elaborate orange juice mustache I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> wow, how did you get it to stay like that? How did you get it to stay on your face like that? How much L- orange liquid juice you nitrogen? Drink? It hurts really bad. <laughs> It's worth it's it though. Like, Chicks dig it. Chicks dig it. Yeah, it's like, dude. Is that, that's the face paint you got at the carnival? An orange mustache? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get a cat or a dog or a clown. All, it's, just, it's only the mustache. <laughs> it's just that. Like, all we got left is like a couple drops of orange paint. You're like, yeah. put it on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I just said, got, hit me, bait. <laughs> just got done pleasing Jim Gaffigan or some shit. What? Red. Yeah, sip that whiskey. Hi. <laughs> 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 Anyways, I know what my worst time was. What was your worst time? At fucking Steamboat Whiskey when I hosted like a month ago. Oh. Like a month and a half ago. Yeah, that was some dead silence. Dude, I have I think I got one laugh and it was you pity laughing pity laughing at a joke. Yeah, because you were like making fun of your own jokes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That happens, man. It, oh, it comes dude. with and like and you've seen this and we've talked about it and stuff is like if you're the host, you gotta come out and be like Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And then start. Exactly. You can't just like, I, I mean. You can't just lead into fucking We've had material. a couple other other people who've hosted. And Reed, you do a good job of keeping the energy up. But a couple other people have hosted. And they just walk up and they're like, hey, so jokes. So trains are Yeah, weird. so, so my name's are- Drew and I'm lonely. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just going to keep going for about 18 yeah. minutes until oh, I get laugh. so well after seven minutes. I better do 23 more. Or it is going well. I better do 23 more. <laughs> I only have time to consume only so much beer till I have to go back to my life. <laughs> Comedy is not art for him. It's an excuse to drink as many high lives on a weekday before he goes home. It's therapy. <laughs> yeah. It's therapy for Drew. Shout right. out to Drew. We Shout out Drew. to Drew. <laughs> I mean, shit, it's all kind of therapy for all of us, right? I mean, well, yes. Honestly, we all just want affection we, and people to love us. Yeah, we can't act like we're normal humans. Yeah, no, we just really crave attention. Yeah, we're just sick, sick people. Look at me. Yeah. Do you love me? Do you love me? Laugh at me. Laugh at me. Yeah, do it. Tell me I'm great. Then I'll come up here next week. Um, blow it. <laughs> You hate me. <laughs> <laughs> you keep coming back to see if you love me. What was uh, your What was your worst time? I my worst time. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Um. Well, first off, the mo- one of the most unenjoyable shows I had was at the Botanical Gardens. Uh, it had nothing to do with my material. It was the fact that everybody was spread out in the audience a lot, so it was hard for me. It was to a different hear, dynamic. Hear back the laughter a little bit, and it was the first time I was trying crowd work and. Um, I was so unsatisfied. And again, maybe the crowd didn't notice it, but I missed like two minutes of my set and I spaced out and all of a sudden I wasn't doing comedy. I was standing a bunch of, in front of a bunch of people at a park standing on a fucking pallet. And I was like, oh my God. And I said, all right, my name's Reed. Thanks for coming out. Like very mundane 
you know, exit. And then I passed off the mic and I walked all the way to the other side of the park and called my wife, Andy. I was just like, I don't want to do comedy anymore. <laughs> I was like, this, that was so terrible. And this is such a waste of time. And she's like, baby, I'm sure it wasn't. You know, and but like that was the worst show I did because I was just so fucking disappointed in myself because we are our biggest our biggest critics. Oh, yeah. I mean, you and have to be if you want to be good. I mean, there's been people who've done comedy with us before who aren't critical enough on think themselves. they're the shit yeah. and they should yeah. get paid. Yeah. But um, <laughs> nevertheless, that was that was a shitty show. But that was my own personal thing. Other than that, like any other time I've bombed, I'm kind of going up anyway, going like, well, you're going to bomb because you suck at this. Get over it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like, if I bomb, I'm just kind of like, ha! You know? Yeah. Whatever. But that, I don't know why, but that show, that one show really tore me to pieces. I remember. But I ended we... up coming back the next yeah. year yeah. and kicking ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I remember, I remember you being really disappointed. And I didn't yeah. even know, because, I mean, I was in the, like, I was hosting. I was kind of all over the place yeah. anyways. And I was kind of at a certain point, I was like, where's Reed? And you were just gone. I'm crying and, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember being like, you didn't do that bad. And then you got some laughs. Like yeah. the, the you were doing the kind of like, you look like this and you look like that kind of crowd work. And it got some laughs. It was good. Yeah. Like, it was just weird to hear the feedback there because it's like, you know, uh, 20 people at the Barley seems like rowdy when they're all laughing. But right. 30, uh, 50 people spread out at the Botanical Gardens kind of still feels like nothing. Yeah. yeah. It feels like I should have been like playing a cello or something, you know, something right. really mundane and peaceful, not what? doing like, what's up with my dick and people yeah, from right? Craig, you know? Like, Farts. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a weird show. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's, I could liken that to the show I just did in Avon. It was very similar. It's big room, people spread out. I was talking, couldn't really get a lot of response back, but... We've been doing it enough now that I did that, and I was just kind of like, "Fuck it." I'm just gonna keep going through the motions, and like, this is gonna be fun for me. Yeah. No matter what. Exactly. And that's you being you were still pretty green at that point, and so like the first time, the first time you don't do well, it's a big fucking kick in the nuts. Yeah. Yes. But it's like once you kind of process it, you're like, oh well, like, you know. I'm still alive. Yeah. My dick's still attached. Like, there could be worse things. Physically. Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally, it's gone. Emotionally, a bird took it off that way. <laughs> you could have you shot yourself in the foot with a pellet gun, man. All you did was just not make some people laugh. That's true. I don't know. I just wanted to um, kind of throw this out there on the podcast today because I think it's an important subject. Um, and it doesn't really pertain to what we were talking about. But um, this has to do with Jared. Recently, um, Jared had the unfortunate pl- um, the unfortunate circumstances that some comedians have gone through where they've worked really, really hard on a joke only to watch a comedian and realize that somebody has done that Ugh. without him even realizing it. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. How it made you feel? Sure. Sure. That fucking sucked. I've been like, yeah, I've been working on the, that bit about like... Um, Jesus Christ. It's about suffering. 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 Thank yeah, you. So I was it, it's like surrender. A, it's kind of, it, uh, if I may, it's like a comparison of saying like, you know, oh, I suffer from leukemia and you're like, oh, tell me about it. I have dyslexia. Yeah. And that's kind of like the premise yeah. of it. Yeah, pretty much. And People like, are like, I suffer from anxiety. It's like, do you suffer like a leper does? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been working on that joke and I've been trying to fine tune it and like I haven't done it in a while and I was I've like slowly been chipping away at it and then one day I'm sitting down and fucking watching Brian Regan. Also, my soon-to-be ex-girlfriend is about to come over, too, and we're about to have that conversation of why it's the soon-to-be. So literally, like, I'm watching Brian Regan, and then he does the... Literally does the suffering bit in a minute and does it perfectly. And it... Literally, as I'm going, oh, no door opens i'm like fuck and you're like oh, oh no, my god again. i was like my joke is gone fuck i'm not original like, and in a relationship i was like <laughs> fuck dude like come on i was like i really love that bit i thought the premise was so good i had never seen that stand up before it was brand new i mean it was gone it like, doesn't fuck i guess i'd have to see his bit but it it's, doesn't necessarily mean that it's no no, no it's pretty much dude it, it's dude. it's exactly what i wanted the joke to the to point be. where you'd almost say like wow jared must have copied this joke but yeah. he didn't because jared came up with it last fall and brian regan just came out with this special march like I the beginning know. of march or something 
And he was just watching. I was listening to it in the kitchen, and I dropped the the dishes I was doing. I was like, oh, no, Jared. Like, fuck. Yeah, it sucks. The only reason I, mean, I bring it up is because I've, I've written a lot of story ideas in my life. Yeah. That I was like, oh, this is a really good idea, but I don't have the time for it right now. I'm just going to put it in a drawer, work on it later. And three years later, it's a fucking series on Netflix. I'm not kidding. Oh, I'm yeah. just like, wow, my heart. Like, yeah. holy shit. Because you put we put so much into the spontaneous creation that is like stand-up comedy because we don't have anything else to work with but our own brain. So we put our heart into it. And when you finally think you got something, like one out of the 100 jokes you wrote that week may be funny. And yeah, then you watch Brian Regan do it, and you're like, "Well, I got now it's back to the well, drawing board." Fuck, like, fuck, that yeah. is just. And you that... remember that the guys that are already good are still constantly working. Too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, and like it's heartbreaking, dude. Yeah, it was like I can't be mad. First of all, he did it way better than I would have. Like, oh, as, Brian as a... Regan, go figure. Oh, fuck off! You know <laughs> I'm what kidding. I mean? Like, <laughs> like there's no way I could have topped him ever. No, but so like, like, yeah, you know, he had the same fucking thought process at some point, and. You know, not like I'm getting a special anytime soon. So it's not like he beat me to it. It's just he has to, he happened to have the same premise right. and fucking killed it. Hey, if anything, you know? let it be evidence that your mind's in the right place when it comes to thinking of analogies and looking at the world. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I mean in a way, it is an endorsement of the process for sure. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, or you can go around and say like that joke. Brian Regan stole that from me. Yeah, he happened to be in Steamboat at the press, rolled through. Yeah, he, <laughs> he came in with Groucho Marx glasses yeah. and a newspaper with holes in He's it. Like it's me, Ryan Stegan. And yeah. we're like, hey, Ryan, you want to sign up? And he's, he's like, like yeah. give me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> give me a beer. The big yellow one's the sun. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds familiar, Ryan. You're great. Get on stage. No. <laughs> I can't really do his voice because my voice sounds like shit today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it's the way she goes there, bub. Yeah, way she goes. Yep. Very steady. Anyways, <laughs> pretty crazy though. Pretty crazy when you just all of a sudden see something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You guys got anything to add? I guess I never. I never said like. My oh yeah. What's your worst? What is my worst? The first time I tried doing political material. I was hosting at the press. It hosting? was hosting. hosting. I was hosting at the press. Oh my god, the Californians! <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all doing here? What <laughs> are start. No, you gotta start. take Lincoln and make a left yes. on Fifth. That'll take it to the Yampa. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic will be insane. But, uh, yeah, they. Uh, I tried doing it there. It was the night. Do you remember it was uh, oh, Mike, that guy Chris Adams rolled through? Yeah. Yeah. Who was hilarious. But uh, yeah, I hosted and I, I started doing political material. And it was like the whole bar was listening and the whole bar was not just laughing. Crickets. Just crickets. I actually, I do remember cra- that. I was just like, Jesus. You're like moving on. Yeah. I was just like, wow, you guys. No one's on board this train. Yeah. No one. Literally. No single person. It's like, fuck my ass. Well, like we've talked about before, uh, in this town, we have to watch things politically because not everybody is like middle of the road as we are. They're just incredibly liberal. So yeah. like the other night when I tried to compare MSNBC to Fox News, it was fucking crickets. Oh, yeah. It was logical. <laughs> oh, God. If you're like, if you just got up on stage in Steamboat and you're like, Trump's an idiot, you'd get a standing ovation. But if you went up stage and said like, you know, Rachel Maddow's a little overrated, they'd be like, how dare you? She's yeah. so brave. They'd be like, you're you know? a racist. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. That Rachel dude. Yeah. That, that, that guy <laughs> Rachel. Know the hell he's talking about. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I you found that out the hard way. And I and I kind of found that out the hard way too, that that same night. And I was like, oh man, because I did a bit about how voting was stupid and it did not go over well. Is it the same? Yeah, it was bit? an early iteration of the one that I've that done bit recently. is arguably your best bit that you do. You think so? Yes. I like it. I, I think it's a definition of who you are as a person, what you're passionate about, and what like that doesn't seem like a joke to me. That's just something that you would actually just say that's if you're ranting. out to lunch. Like that's just you <laughs> yeah. talking about politics. Yeah. And you'd be like, It's like a fucking glass of horse cum because California's shit. You know, it's just <laughs> it's so you. In every way. Like, if I were to say that my favorite joke that you do, that's definitely up there. Yeah, that's I'd definitely look, a good I'd, joke. I'd nudge somebody, be like, that's Kyle in a nutshell. <laughs> well, thanks. I mean, that was the best I ever did was when I did uh, 
that show in Philly, which was yeah. which was uh, which has opened a lot of doors to me, and I'm pretty excited about. To your libertarian brethren. To my libertarian brethren, we the anarchist yes. underground. No presidents. Yes. No order. Burn it all down. <laughs> Darth yeah. Maul. I I literally <laughs> there was there's. <laughs> Close. That's right, Jared. Yes. Here's a cookie, Jared. He watches Netflix. He doesn't watch news. <laughs> <laughs> With his fucking drug lamp. <laughs> you want to smoke it? Yeah. yeah. I want to smoke that. Drugs. But, yeah, I, um, but no, like in in that show in Philly, there was literally like there was like a point where I was just like I just stopped and I was like, I've waited so long for this, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've waited so long for people to get my jokes about how I hate voting. <laughs> and they're all just like, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah it was perfect. Sure. Which you, I'm going to be doing man. a bunch of those shows this summer, and I'm really excited for it. Good. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't want to make any big announcements yet because it's not. I got to wrap some things up, but I got some. I'm be going somewhat on tour with our friend Robbie Bernstein this summer, and I'm Shit. really excited about it. What the fuck? Oh, look what God you God damn got. it, Reed. Reed, you drunk. You also just put it on Bluetooth mode. What? Yeah, I can connect my phone to that thing. Does it play music? No. Then what? <laughs> I connect. I just connect it through Bluetooth. Ah! You fucking idiot. For what? To like change the temperatures and shit. These <laughs> fucking goddamn <laughs> kids and their drug machines. <laughs> Anyways, did you, uh, did you hit it? No, it fell off and I got scared. Do you guys got anything else to add? Any other uh, fun stories for the pod? Um, not really. Yeah, but uh. I like doing comedy with you guys. Yeah, me Aww. too, buddy. Me too, dude. It's Aww. fun. Yeah. Come a long way. It was the good of times. It was the bad of times. It was it the was best times. It was times. I handled time. You handled time. All the times. No, again, <laughs> I, I, I guess just to wrap up, uh, you got to be dragged through the fucking mud to get remotely good at this. That, that, and that's what I have found. I mean, that's and we, we have less time to do it. And I think we're, we're all kind of doing our best with that circumstance it's like i've heard so many comedians be like oh i have to tell a joke 50 times before i know it's good and it's like yeah well that's gonna take us a year right yeah it sucks or two like we got we got to work with a shortened timetable so you got to be a little bit more critical you got to be a little bit more (laughs) analytical with your material um and go from there and it's uh i think we're all kind of doing we're finding our stride given those circumstances and i'm feeling like like to have those guys at Vail be like, "Wow, like, how do you do it?" And I'm like, "Fucking, what are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, just like you do. Yeah, I just, I just have. I, I think I've done it enough times. I know what it's like to eat shit, and yeah. I know that I have jokes that work, and I power through, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what all else you can, can do. You do? That's all you can do. Um, getting getting multiple perspectives um, is really helpful with your comedy, not just like your peers, like us, and not just people in Steamboat, but like Kyle's had the great fortunate uh, fortune of uh, you know performing in multiple cities and doing yeah. material other places. See how For it sure. works out. I mean, it's like, gone a long way. Outside of you guys in Steamboat, the only other person that's listening to my comedy is my is my father because when I was visiting recently, uh, I took the audio that Kyle <coughs> sent to me and I played it for him, and, and he was like, "You suck." He didn't laugh once. I. Uh, because he kind of looked at me. It was very vulgar material. I was talking about terrorists fucking virgins in the afterlife. And, you know, that, <laughs> As you do. that old shtick. I like it, yeah. And I put it down. I was like, so that's what I do out west. What do you think? He's like, so you must be the RX rated comic, huh? I was like, nope. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I'm actually kind of the dumbed down version yeah. of my friend. Middle of the road, really. And my dad was just like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, crap. But like I, I mean I, I, I gotta perform outside of Steamboat Springs, Colorado to really get a good taste. Um which for is sure. something that I need to do this year. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, I did it's uh, time for me to go to Denver and bomb and come back and be like, I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just killed Denver. I'm so famous in Denver now, yeah, you guys. I'm so famous in Denver. They think I'm the best poet ever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, bud. I mean, we're we're before the pandemic started, we were on a good trajectory of being able to go places and do some things. Yeah. And I think we're we're not far off to getting right back where we were. Yeah. So uh and in some ways we're better than we were. So Damn right. That's true. Soon we'll we'll get that experience and we'll move around and we'll do some new things and see some new crowds and that kind of thing. Uh and it's the sky's the limit. Keep on coming out and supporting us to the best comedy community in Colorado. In the world. The world. The world? I mean, maybe. 
Dude, thank you. The universe? There's, I mean, the more you go places, it's like, wait, like, every open mic is positive? Like, you haven't had anyone try to stab anyone yet? And I'm like, no. No. Like, we have probably the best open mics in the fucking country. They're so much fun. They're so much fun. Yeah. They're really fun. It's very fun. I love doing it. Um, And we're going to keep it going. So, yeah, check out steamboatcomedy.com for more info on the shows coming up. Open mic is every Tuesday. I'm hosting the Adult Spelling Bee. Every Wednesday, co-hosted by Jared and Matt and possibly Reed soon. It's a blasty blast. Blasted blast. It's fucking... Jared's so blasted right now. Blasted. Blasted. And that's about it. We appreciate all the support. And we love you. You guys got anything to add? No. I love you, Steamboat. Bye. We hate you, Reed. Oh, did you hear the mom outside? God damn it. A bunch of dicks. Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. (laughs) It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy. Comedy Podcast. And now your host, Kyle Ruff. Ruff, ruff.